podcast is brought to you by the good people over at Gamefly. With over 9,000 titles for the PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, Wii, and other consoles, there's no better time for gamers to make the most of their systems by using Gamefly to play all the new and classic games for as little as 32 cents a day. To start your 30-day free trial, head on over to cinemageekly.com slash Gamefly or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Level Your Gear, Cinema Geekly's gaming podcast. It is Anthony Lewis and Aurora Babalu, and we are back to talk more gaming news. Well, not so much news, uh, but reviews for the month of August 2020. Mm -hmm. Aurora, it feels like it has been three months at least since our last podcast. (laughs) I think think we only missed one month. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we missed July. And guess what? We're still in a pandemic. We are still in a (laughs) pandemic. (laughs) <laughs> and guess what? I think it's getting worse. Uh, not better, like everywhere else. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, everybody, mm-hmm. please go vote uh, this November. Yes, please. please. Uh, and wear your yeah. masks. Please wear your masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, I feel like we say this a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there's not a lot of news. Um, there's some stuff, like uh, there were some DC games that were announced, like there's a the follow-up to the Batman, the Arkham games. I don't know if you even saw any of that. Um, but I don't think I did, no. Yeah, there's like a, there's a follow-up where they're doing a Suicide Squad game. Yeah. Uh, and there's another game that looks like it's a follow-up to the Arkham games, but it's not made by the same studio. So there's like two Batman games coming out. But you don't play as Batman. You play as like uh, like uh, Batgirl and Nightwing and Robin and stuff. Okay. I think it's like a there are two of these feel like very team based games. But there's really not okay. a lot of well, video. I wish game it would make like a, a Batgirl only game. That would be pretty great. I would love that. Yes, absolutely. For um, a Catwoman game. Oh, I loved her in those <laughs> Arkham games. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, we still don't know why Doctor Disrespect was banned from Twitch. Uh, <laughs> it has been <laughs> it has been months. We still have no idea. He claims to still have no idea that they've never told him, mm-hmm. which does not seem legitimate to me. But okay, uh, I feel like they yeah. would have told him, but I guess mm-hmm. not. Especially with all the legalities involved, uh, right, he signed like right. a contract with him. I'm almost positive he knows why, but uh, I presume he's not saying for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep, that covers all of the news, Aurora. Let's talk about the free games that are available for this <laughs> month on Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, if you have games with gold, uh, wow, there's some really old stuff in here. So, games with gold for August has two Xbox, original Xbox games. MX Unleashed, which is just like a dirt uh, bike racing uh, type game thingy. And Red mm-hmm. Faction 2, which is a, a classic 
from mm-hmm. the original uh, Xbox era. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm positive uh, this is collecting dust in my brother's bedroom as we speak <laughs> uh, in its original case, I'm sure. Uh, for the Xbox One, Override, Mech City Brawl, and Portal Knights, which was a PS Plus game last year or the year before, I believe. Uh, not overly inspiring, uh, not yeah. an overly inspiring lineup. I mean, if I had the Xbox, I'd probably grab Red Faction for the uh, nostalgia, I guess. But, uh, wow, kind of uninspired. I mean, it is like the end of the lifespan, right? As we're moving into the right uh, the Xbox Series X, or is that what it's called? I think it is, yeah. Okay. That's a weird <laughs> tongue twister. Yes. Um, <laughs> I couldn't remember. Uh, keep it simple, guys. Just <laughs> Xbox 2, 3, 4. Look at PlayStation. Follow their, follow their right. lead. Um, but yeah, PlayStation's... Uh, I mean, so I get it. Xbox, they're moving out of a generation into another generation. But PlayStation uh, has offered yet another Call of Duty game. They're offering mm-hmm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. So it's remastered, just yeah. the campaign, which... Uh, brings me joy because I'm never going to play those games for the multiplayer. I think I now have four or five Call of Duty games, and they were all free PS Plus games. I've yet to play any of them, Aurora. But when I do, it will just be the campaign that I play through. Yeah, same. Uh, and and not the uh, the multiplayer, but not a bad uh, like a high uh, high brand recognition there. And the other. Mm-hmm game is Fall Guys oh, Ultimate Knockout best. which is one of those games that I think this was I think this kind of feels like every now and again PlayStation Plus will just pop out a game that nobody's ever heard of and mm-hmm. it sort of just turns into a thing yeah. um, it's like been Rocket the League most Rocket League down- happened yeah it's been the most downloaded game in PS Plus ever in their history yes which is crazy considering some of the titles they release. So uh, yep. it's like uh, it's a battle royal game, sort of mm-hmm. like sort of yeah uh, yeah to a degree. Uh, it, it follows the battle royale rules. There's a bunch of people playing a game all at once, and you get knocked out round by round, and mm-hmm. whoever is left at the end wins. So it's sort of like your Fortnites or your Apex Predators or whatever, but uh, instead of shooty guns and things like that. It's adorable little creatures that you can customize in adorable little games uh, that you all play. And people have apparently fallen in love with this game. I'm in love with it. I have the music of this game stuck in my head. Yeah? Oh, man. It's so good. I've already seen people doing covers of it and stuff on YouTube, so... Do you see, uh, uh, you know, Elspeth? Uh, No. The streamer? I know of. Not seen. She did a, a... a beatboxing, a beatbox version uh, of the song the theme, yeah. by herself. It was is amazing. You should, <laughs> you should anybody that's listening, you should go check her Twitter. It's the pinned tweet in her Twitter account, and it's yeah. amazing. Um, but I wanted to, to talk a little bit about Fall Guys. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. Let's jump into it because um, this has been. I think it's been a great game for the you know during the pandemic yes um not only because there's a lot of kids at home and this is this is honestly a kids game yeah um I, it's very simple so a little kid can play it and be entertained for hours yes um 
but also is entertaining for adults. And this has been the game that I've played the most with my siblings during the oh, pandemic. We're awesome. all in different places. Yep. Uh, we cannot be together. And this is this has been like the one thing that we can do together and play. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Uh, so if you, I mean, August is almost over. If you have not uh, downloaded this, this I highly recommend it just because it's, it's a yeah. good time killer. Um, yeah. It's, it's adorable. It's in my library. Uh, I'm, my kids wanted to play it with me, but there's no couch co-op for this game. I think it's online no. only, which right. is a bit of a bummer. So we settled uh, We settled for Overcooked, um, mm -hmm. and we're playing that game together, which is a lot of fun, but very challenging. Yeah, it uh, is. <laughs> a surprisingly simple concept <laughs> that is very difficult to pull off. <laughs> uh, it requires a lot of concentration and a lot of organization and uh, kids are not good at either of those. And uh, quite frankly, neither am I, uh, <laughs> at least not to that level. Uh, like that's in, that's insane. And I have no idea how people playing it single player managed to, to get anything done. It's difficult. In yeah. that game. Uh, yeah. It's crazy, but uh, yeah. Uh, so th I definitely have this game. Um, I should probably try to jump in on it before it becomes not a thing anymore and people I mean don't enjoy I'm it as hoping much. that it's not going to you know uh go away yeah. you know too fast because the season 2 was revealed this week mm -hmm. and uh there's going to be new maps and new costumes and um That's awesome. Did you by any chance follow the Team the Tatman story with Fall Guys? No, I have not seen that. No. Okay. <laughs> Fill me in. Uh, you you do know who Tim the Tatman is? I have heard I have heard that yes. Okay, Tim the Tatman is one of the biggest Twitch, Twitch streamers. streamers. Yep, uh, and one of my favorite streamers on Twitch. Okay, I love Tim the Tatman, um, and he usually plays a lot of like first person shooters. Mm -hmm. um, he has been playing a lot of Call of Duty, for example. Yeah, um, and he decided to play Fall Guys, <laughs> and he could not win. <laughs> so in Fall Guys, uh, you go through a series of maps, and each map, uh, more and more people get eliminated. Yes. Until you get to the final map, where you can you have to earn a crown. Yes. Um, and it's basically last man standing, yep. um, who who wins the crown. Um, and Tinder Batman just could not get past the first map, which is where everybody is. <laughs> uh, and it took him so long to like progress in the in the game and he just kept dying and yeah. dying and dying and the fall guys twitter account is amazing <laughs> whoever is running that account deserves a trophy that's i don't hilarious. know that's it's, hilarious it's great and they picked up on this and they started roasting team the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's basically calling, calling him out and saying yeah you can you cannot win a crown and you know just calling him out basically and yep. this just created this whole like a lot of attention went to Tim the Tatman. Yeah. And to the point that hundreds hundreds of thousands of people were watching him play Fall Guys on Twitch. <laughs> just to see if he could win. Just to see. <laughs> yes. That's um, awesome. And I think it was last week or the week before. I think it was two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, I have him in the background when I'm working. Yeah. Because I was so invested in this. I wanted to see if he <laughs> was going to see what win happens. And he finally got one. Wow. And just just the the 
everybody was so excited. He was trending on Twitter. Fall Guys was trending on Twitter. Like people were just losing it that he finally won a crown. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just the most wholesome thing. Absolutely. And I, I, I was like, we needed this in 2020. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, but the thing is, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's the power of, it, it's so weird. Cause to me, like I see that and I'm like, that's just the power of storytelling. Yeah. Like people got invested. Like this mm-hmm. guy couldn't win. It's kind of funny. Cause he plays these FPS multiplayer yeah. games. I presume he's really good at them. Right. And he plays essentially a child's game and right. cannot win. So at first people are like, ha ha ha, very funny. And yeah. then the Twitter account for the child's game is like, ha ha ha, you can't win at our game. And everyone's right. having a good chuckle. And then people tune in presumably to watch him fail so they can yep. be like, ha ha ha. But then eventually he starts getting good and then you start rooting for it. And then yeah. by the time he's finally won, you're like, oh my God, yes. Uh, yeah, I screamed on, on my own. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> finally, yes. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Now it, the, there's, a, there's a running joke still going because when he won the crown, he was playing with other people. Like Ninja was playing with him. Dr. Lupo was playing with him. Like they, all these big streamers were also like trying to team up with him to help him win <laughs> in the game. Um. <laughs> And when he got the crown, he was uh, playing with other streamers. So people yeah. started saying that he was rigged because the other ones, you know, lost on purpose so that yeah. he could win. Mm-hmm. So now he's been playing Fall Guys solo because he wants to prove that he can get a crown on his own and he has not been able to. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, that's amazing. Um <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's talk about uh, games that we have been playing instead of yes. games that we've been watching other people play. Uh, let Let's start uh, where we left off on our last podcast, and let's finish our discussion about The Last of Us Part Two because uh, at the time I think I had just gotten to the aquarium for the first time, right? Because you were like, for the first time, and I'm like, there's <laughs> multiple times, and you're like, oh yeah. Uh, so we, we did a spoilery review of at least that half of the game or that Mm -hmm. portion of the game, but, uh, yeah, I had no idea what was in store for me after, uh, that part of the game. And I have now, I have now actually long since finished it. In fact, not only have I long (laughs) since finished it, Aurora, but, uh, I went back and started, uh, I played uh, The Last of Us, the first game again. Oh, through okay. uh, I played the new game plus mode, and mm-hmm. then I finished that, and then went through a second playthrough of Last of Us Part Two. Wow! And I am pretty sure. Sh- well, don't get don't don't get too excited because <laughs> I am pretty sure I am at a part of the game where I will now like I will not be able to get out. I think I where oh, I am no. at right now, I'm done. Like. Oh, there's there's no winning for me. So I am I am playing New Game Plus, uh, which gives you everything that you had before. So all of your gun upgrades and all of your mm-hmm. character upgrades, and then you can build upon that because that's the only way you're going to get any trophies in that game. Because um, yeah. I think it's impossible to like upgrade everything in one playthrough, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. But probably. Uh, but I think in the New Game Plus, the amount of 
supplies and drops and ammunition and things like that are are lower. And oh, okay. I am now playing as Abby against the Rat King in the basement of the hospital, and yeah. I have like nothing. <laughs> I've got like no survival ammo. mode. <laughs> yeah, I've got like no ammo. Like, can I punch this thing? Like, I don't think so. Like, if it gets close to me, it just snaps I mean... my neck. Um, I got nothing. Like, I don't think there's a way to beat this thing. Uh, yeah. I, I looked on YouTube. I'm like, like, you know, defeat Rat King with no ammunition. And they're like, use bombs. And I'm like, what if I don't have anything? <laughs> what if I? What if I have a stick? Oh boy. Uh, I think do you I have knew- like a like a previous save point that you can start from. Uh, I mean, probably I do. Yeah. I mean, I can probably go back and try to. Uh, try to get more supplies, uh, but yeah, that thing is that thing is particularly tough uh, <laughs> to beat. Uh, it was tough to beat it the is. first time when I had a bunch of supplies. It's tough to beat with guns. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine how difficult uh, this task would be. So I sort of set it aside for now. My second playthrough of Last mm-hmm. of Us Two, uh, but. Uh, hey, listen! Yeah. If you can, if you can kill it with just punching it, put it on YouTube. <laughs> oh man, that would I would become insta famous. I think. Yeah, just punching it to death. Uh, <laughs> just dodge and weave and punch it. Yeah, yeah. Why just not? R- run up from behind and start punching it. <laughs> God, if you could kill it that way, that'd be hilarious. Um, uh, but yeah, th- uh, this game was uh, af- especially after finishing it. Uh, mm-hmm. was incredible uh absolutely yeah. um i think uh i think it supersedes the first game i don't think you can have the second game without the first game but um yeah. i think it for me it supersedes it but that's because this game did some unexpected things that hit me personally like mm-hmm. uh hit me hit me in like really unexpected ways like yeah. If I could make a game, I would want to do something like this because they did something that I sort of really firmly uh, believe in, which mm-hmm. is uh, essentially try to force people to feel empathy. Uh, exactly. And yeah. I am the strongest believer in that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if if I leave Earth with only ever teaching my kids how to be how to feel empathy towards others, then I will be happy knowing that I did a good job. Uh, right. I don't think there is any more admirable or or better trait to have than to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and think about what it must be like for them. Um, mm-hmm. And to see a game, especially the follow-up to my favorite game of all time, right? do this in such a way, I was and so it's just, happy. And also the fact that they show you this person kill a character you love a character you love Mm -hmm. right yeah and then they're like and you know what now you're gonna use this character Mm -hmm. and you're like what like my my brother was playing it as well and he called me when he started using abby yeah and he was like am i gonna use this person the whole time i don't want to use them they killed joel (laughs) and i was like just give it a chance just give it a chance just stick to it um but he was really upset and then at the end he he you know had a change of heart I was like, I get it now. And yeah. just like you said, just for a game to be able to do that to yeah. the player. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. So uh, 
they tease you in the earlier part of the game where you do get to play as Abby a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but that's only to be like, who is this character? Why am I, why mm-hmm. am I playing as her? And then she's the person who kills Joel. And you're mm-hmm. like, ew, my hands. I can't believe I played <laughs> that character that just mm-hmm. killed Joel. And then you go on this revenge quest with uh, with Ellie and um, go through all of this stuff. Ellie dealing with her PTSD and her depression and everything else that is uh, getting to her. And mm-hmm. uh, then she kills one of Abby's friends who turns out to be pregnant. And right. her girlfriend, Dina, is also pregnant. And this mm-hmm. is like a shock moment for her. And uh, like something that I think changes her a little bit. And then Abby comes looking for revenge for this. Right. And then the next thing you know, you wake up the next day and you're playing as Abby. And mm-hmm. it is jarring at first, but then the more you play it, the more like as everything is revealed through flashbacks, like you get flashbacks for Abby that fo- that follow and flow through the same path that Ellie's flashbacks are. And you okay. see her relationship with her father and you mm-hmm. see that her father is the doctor that Joel kills at the end of the right. first Last of Us game. Uh, and she is likable and relatable mm-hmm. and so are her friends uh, and everybody she kind of comes to know and love. And you see that essentially Abby and Ellie are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. They just don't know each that... other's story, but they're both in, in the world they live in their Their feelings and their actions are justifiable in the oh, world. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that it's, it speaks to such good storytelling. The mm-hmm. fact that, when I played The Last of Us 1, yeah. that ending was upsetting to me. Yeah. I was not happy with Joel and yeah. his decision. Yeah. And uh, I still love Joel, but mm-hmm. that ending of the first game is to me like a betrayal of Ellie's trust and what she wanted. Yep. Right. And then they released this second game and they build up on that. And I feel like yeah. I'm not the only one that felt that way yeah. in the ending. And they build up on that and they're like, hey, she killed Joel, but mm-hmm. let's go back. He killed her father. Yep. And they bring you back to that moment in the story where you were like doubting Joel. It was it's and they bring amazing you, storytelling. And they bring you back to that hallway many times in the yes. game, actually, as well, through dreams and things like that as well. Um, yep. And I, I think I've said this before, but th- that scene at the end of The Last of Us hit me differently. I was still uncomfortable, but... Mm-hmm. As a parent, like I know exactly where Joel was coming from. You can't yeah. let somebody do something to your kid. And mm-hmm. at, at that point, Ellie was his daughter, and right. he couldn't yeah. lose another daughter. So, like, it felt like I understood, mm-hmm. uh, but it was uncomfortable. And right. um, you know, the same things, uh, the same things, kind of repeat uh, in here with Abby's story as mm-hmm. well. And like, they're both coming from the same place; they just don't know it. And, right. you know, it's, it's weird that they have, it's, it's, I mean, it's fucked up. It's fucked up, but they have more in common than they realize. They um, do. Their things yeah. that are in common are, they have a really fucked up, uh, 
you know, past. And mm-hmm. it's their relationship to their father or their father figures that have essentially set them on this path towards each other. And you getting to see both sides of it, I think the intention was, and at least it worked with me, is that when they finally, when the paths converge, because when you start with Abby, you go back to day one in Seattle and play through Mm -hmm. day one and day two and day three. And Abby's trek through those three days is, to me anyway, kind of ironically, a lot like the first Last of Us game where Abby is Joel and Lev is kind of like Ellie. Ellie, yeah. And, uh, it's really crazy in that in that way. And then everything kind of meets up. And then talk about uncomfortable. It's, you know, having these two characters that, at least for me, I've grown to like both of them. And I don't mm-hmm. want to see either of them fight each other. Right. And, and it gives me no choice but to fight. But to fight, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's hard. It's difficult. And, like, I don't want any of them to fight. You know, I just want them to, I just want their pain to stop hurting. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. want them to hurt anymore. Uh, and the, uh, like the, the big climax, like the big sad of this game for me is that they decide to, to like, I guess the fight ends and nobody's dead mm-hmm. and they go their separate ways. And it's like time passes. Dina has their baby. It's like Ellie and Dina are living together with this baby on this farm. And it seems like they have as happy a life as one can have in this world. Mm-hmm. And it is still not enough. Like she still wants revenge. And in the end, it kind of costs her everything. You have to, you know, okay. she track, she costs her her relationship with Dina she meets she finally finds abby again and again she can't bring herself to kill her yep uh and at the end ellie leaves with nothing and a missing finger (laughs) Uh, yeah like at the end like the big thing at the end is when she goes back to the farmhouse and dina is left the only thing Mm -hmm. that's left is the room full of ellie's things and joel's things and the guitar is in there and she can't play it anymore because of the missing finger. Um, and then she kind of just like walks off. It's a really sad ending. Very sad. Um, but, oh, what a masterpiece of a game though. Absolutely uh, adored it. Uh, I, I, of course, am giving it five million geeky glasses. Uh, <laughs> the most the most geeky glasses ever doled out to any video game uh, mm-hmm. on the history of this podcast. Uh, it's my favorite. And yeah. I absolutely adore it. Uh, what, what did you think about the the last half of the ending of the game and and everything else? I mean, I I, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but it surprised me how long the game was because oh, there was a lot much of much longer than I thought. Yeah, right. There's a lot of moments where you think it's the end of mm-hmm. the game, and then it keeps going. Yes, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then again, you feel like when when Ellie is uh, in that farmhouse with Dina and the baby, I thought that was the ending. I thought that was it. Mm -hmm. And then, no, she decides to leave and go after Abby. And I was like, what? I get get to keep playing? Yes. Like, (laughs) yay. And then there's like a new place and there's some new enemies. I'm like, wow, this game just never ends. Yeah. Um, So even at the actual end, I was like, uh, is is it the ending? (laughs) (laughs) Waited for the credits to stop rolling. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I think the ending is it was the the game was 
just a masterpiece yeah. um, of storytelling. Um, yeah, I, it deserves all the awards and mm-hmm. all the Kiki classes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I love the music in this game. I mm-hmm. love everything. Ellie singing Wayfaring Stranger at the end is great. Oh, uh, amazing. The thing that I love the most, I don't even, this is how much I, I invested into this game, Aurora, and these characters. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the uh, performance that Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker did at like E3, but uh, they both sang uh, Wayfaring Stranger on oh, stage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they sang in character, which mm-hmm. I don't even know how you do that. Uh, but it's tremendous. Like I saw it before yeah. I played the game and then I played the game and then I watched the performance again. And there were some things when I went back and played the first game again, things that I had forgotten about the characters, mm-hmm. like in the first game, Joel talking about how he wanted to be a singer. And right. like, I forgot about all of that. Him telling Ellie he was going to teach her how to play guitar, like mm-hmm. go back and play the first game and then play the second game again. Like try to do it back to back as close as possible. Because there's so much in there that they just uh, played upon that made some of the scenes even more impactful. But uh, seeing them sing this song together on stage, I'm like, oh my god, it's Ellie and Joel singing together. <laughs> like they never got to, they never got a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like the best thing ever, uh, and I yeah. love that performance. Um, even though it's not like a technically good performance of a song because they're playing characters who aren't good singers. Right. Um, they're doing an okay yeah. job, but oh my Still, God. Yeah. I love that game. Uh, a couple of quick, a couple of quick things. I played the uh, Avengers beta, which was released on like, there are three different blocks that they released this game out for, or made it playable. I shouldn't say released it. Um, it's been out there for a little bit, but there were three different blocks where they made the game available to play. Um, and it's uh like the the first mission and uh, then like the game fast forwards mm-hmm. uh, quite some time and you get some other missions where you get to play as Miss Marvel Kamala Khan um, and uh, this is from I think it's from Crystal Dynamics so this is the team that did the uh, Tomb Raider games and mm-hmm. there are moments that are a lot of fun in this Aurora okay. but it does not feel as polished as the Tomb Raider games does, which is weird because you think with an IP as big as this and they've got like all the video game voice actors in on this one as well. Um, you'd think with all of this that the game would feel more polished, but it kind of doesn't. It's sort of weird how like, uh, to me, it's one of those things where the environment looks very impressive but the okay. actual movement feels a little too loose and it, it's not quite as crisp as you'd like it's one of those things where i'm like i am a little disappointed in this uh mm. it wasn't totally amazed like it wasn't balls, which is what i was hoping it would be um like i was hoping playing as thor and throwing thor's hammer and bringing it back would be like just like Kratos throwing his axe. But it was nowhere near as satisfying. It was fun, but it was nowhere near as satisfying. It's actually a lot of fun to play as Hulk, because that's that's good I times. Because you're just literally I mean you can Smash. like Yeah, I mean you can literally grab people and sling them around like he did to Loki in the first Avengers movie. Nice. Uh that's a ton of fun. And 
He's got like all of the most powerful stuff, obviously. So that's a lot of fun. And the characters all play differently. So that's good. Then you get to play a lot of the different characters and they all handle differently. But there's just something about like the core gameplay that felt like not very tight to me. I don't know. Mm. It, it, it didn't feel amazing playing it. And I was hoping to feel amazed, but I did not. Uh, so for right now, this feels like uh, I'll play it if it goes on sale. Uh, that sort of thing, which I would not have said to you when I when they announced this game at E3, whenever it was, 2019 or whenever. Uh I thought immediately like, oh, that's a, that's a, like a first day purchase for me. Cause I just, I love Avengers. I love MCU stuff. And Crystal Dynamics has in my, in my mind anyway, pretty good track record with the Tomb Raider games uh, that they made. But uh, yeah, just, I really wasn't feeling it that much with the Avengers beta. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a downturn Aurora, uh, yeah. but you've been playing ghost of Tsushima, right? Or you've yes. played it. Did you beat it? I beat it and I got the platinum trophy. Holy shit! Okay, tell me about <laughs> tell me about this game because I do want to play it. It is the most beautiful game I've ever seen. Wow! The graphics are just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I have so many screenshots of that game. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. Might <laughs> <I> have <laughs> just I don't know just stored on the PS4 hard drive. Just stored there um just because so many moments i was playing the game and i will i will be like this is gorgeous right here and i will just and that the um photo mode mm-hmm. is insane the photo mode has so many options like you can uh change the weather you can change the the, the time of day you can change exposure brightness and it, it, like it's just you can change it's kind of like the horizon zero dawn photo oh, mode oh that's a great photo mode yeah um but I will say that the one from Ghost of Tsushima is better wow. than the one from Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, I've seen the um, screenshots. Uh, I mean, I've oh, seen some of yours that you've posted. as well. That game looks ridiculous. Ridiculous. And yeah. uh, I love the story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get to play this awesome rogue samurai. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of, like, different costumes that you can uh, unlock and wear. And they... Um, go along with the story and um the i love the fighting mechanics of it mm-hmm. um it's not like a straightforward uh fighting mechanic like you have to combine stances and um block in certain certain times roll in certain times like so you have to actually have to think about the fighting yeah and the enemies that you're going against which i loved um and I decided to go for the platinum trophy because when the game ended, mm-hmm. when I not when the game ended, when I knew I was getting to that point yes. that I knew that the game was going to end, yep. I did not want it to end. <laughs> That's uh, how that much I loved it. Yes. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and get all the collectibles, um, everything that I can do to extend my experience mm-hmm. in this world. Because yep. I love playing in that map. Yep. It's just, I love going, just exploring every single corner of that map. That's awesome. Um, yeah. That's like the best kind yeah. of game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so I highly recommend it. Uh, a five. A solid five. It's a five. Oh, yeah. I thought that my game of the year was going to be The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but this is a contender. Ooh, Ghost of Tsushima. It's wow. just, uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, now I gotta play it for sure. <laughs> like I gotta, I it's gotta so see. It's so beautiful. I mean, it's I don't so know. Beautiful. I mean, I don't know if the story is gonna. I mean, because the story of Last of Us Two um, is so good, but also the mechanic they decided to throw in is such a relatable one to me. So I don't know mm-hmm. if anything is gonna be able to overcome that because of how personal it feels to me. But I mean, right. everything I see from this game looks so picturesque. I mean, it's kind of uh, you it know, with like the Last the, of Us. Yeah. With the Last of Us, you have like kind of like a straight story, right? Mm-hmm. Where yes, uh, it's just one main story. Mm-hmm. With Ghost of Tsushima, you have the main story, but you have side stories as well that are amazing, yes. and you're helping different samurais uh, do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of one of the things that I loved about this game is that it has amazing female characters. Um, awesome. There's an amazing female samurai that's just an old lady, and she's just the best. I mean, and, uh, does she fight? Like, do we? Yes. To- <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Somebody yes. buy me a copy of this game right now, please. <laughs> like, I'm already there for that. She's my favorite character. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! Say no more. Yeah. Uh, this is yeah, already this is already a game a, of the year contender for me, and I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> you do a lot of side missions with that lady, so that's the best. Uh, She's she's amazing. So uh, highly recommended. I will give it all the geeky glasses. Ah, awesome. Yes. Um, anything else you're playing before we uh, before we take a hike for the the month of August? Um, I was gonna mention I I've been playing this game uh, on Steam called Song of Horror. Okay, we did not we have not talked about that yet. So um, it's ob- obviously a horror game, mm-hmm. um, but it's doing something that I've I've not seen before, which is. There's different chapters that you play, okay. and each chapter has different characters. I think four or five characters. I think it's four hmm. characters that you get to use. Okay. Um, so you choose whichever uh, character you want, and you start the game. The graphics are great. Uh, a lot of good jump scares. You're basically exploring uh, different buildings, mm-hmm. trying to get answers, um, collecting things like keys and stuff to open doors and things like that. Um, but if your character dies, then yeah. you can pick another character ah, okay. and continue where that last character left off. I see. Okay. Um, I was I was trying to figure out if it was like an anthology game or if it's just like, well, because you said like every chapter you've got different characters. Yes, because there's a, one or two characters that uh, continue in each chapter. Okay. Uh, but each chapter also has new characters. Ah, okay, okay. Um, and each character has like a different light source. Uh, someone has a flashlight, another has a lighter, um, and uh, another has a candle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of them have like a special item uh, oh, okay. with them. Yeah. Uh, but if you die, then all the items, key items that you had, those are gone. Fall on the floor. Yeah. And then you start the new char- with a new character, and you can pick them up. Ah. So you don't have to like look for all those key items again. Gotcha. Um, if all your characters die, mm-hmm. then you lose ah. the chapter. Yeah. Um, and I thought I think it's a great idea, mm-hmm. and it's really scary. So I recommend that game. I haven't finished it yet. Totally, um, totally not my speed. I still don't understand why people <laughs> like being scared, but it's absolutely Aurora's speed for sure. Yes, I love I love jump scares. Yes. <laughs> 
I mean, do they like? Do they work? I mean, do they get to you, or are you just like? Are you oh, like yeah. a jump scare connoisseur now? Where you're like, oh, that was a a well done jump scare. Like, There's some horror games that I can see it coming. Yeah, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But with this one. Uh, there's been a few jump scares that I did not see coming uh, that I was like, they, they're really good at, um, like, for example, there's a jump scare that really got me where I was, the the camera angles are not, are you cannot move the camera. Yeah. So it's kind of like old school horror games where the camera angle is fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this moment where I was going up a uh, set of stairs and in the background, you could see like a, like a, like an evil woman, mm-hmm. like an evil shadow woman, just hide, uh, <laughs> you know, in a door. But it was so subtle that if you're not paying attention, you would miss it. Yeah. Oh. But I saw it, and it ju- it scared me so much. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, what?" Um. So. So have yeah, you completed? Have you completed this? I have not finished it. No. Okay. So maybe hold off on like what you think overall, or are you far enough in? I I will give it a, a four geeky glasses. Okay, right that's now. good. Yeah, um, room for improvement. Yeah, I need to see where the story is going. Sure, um, but it's a good horror game. Uh, yeah. I have started playing a new game. Well, not a new game, but I have started playing a new game for me. But certainly not a new game. Unfortunately, Aurora, looking at the calendar here, I don't think I'll be able to provide a review for it until at least twenty twenty three. Uh, because I started playing The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Yeah, that sounds about right. It will take Uh, you three years to finish. And uh, not only is it The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, but it is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition. So it has all of the DLC. It has like the two DLC expansions as well. Okay, so five years. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Wait, are we talking three years just for the base game? I thought that was going to be for everything. (laughs) Holy crap. Uh, And I've literally just started. Mm. Like, I'm still looking for... I'm still on the the hunt for Yennefer at the beginning of the game. Oh, okay. So, like, I'm that early into this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just learning the mechanics and how to do this and that and what inventory is what. And, yeah, I'm still in the very early learning stages of this game. And, uh, but I look forward to reviewing it for you guys. Uh, not, yeah. not, uh, not by the time of this presidential election, but the next one. <laughs> I might, uh, be there with you because I've been thinking about playing, playing it again. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, getting the platinum trophy in Ghost of Tsushima inspired me to get more <gasps> platinum trophies. Oh my God. Has it turned you into a so, trophy hunter? Yes. So I am awesome. replaying Horizon Zero Dawn right now. Awesome. I approve of this wholeheartedly. I mean, I love. Uh, I sort. I sort. I'm like a lazy trophy hunter. Um, <laughs> like I will. I will hunt for the uh, odd trophy here and there, but um, I, I don't have a ton of platinums. But I will go through and replay games in the hopes of getting more trophies. But uh, I have not tried actively to to up my platinum trophy count, but uh, I wish you like all of the best of luck. I think I got pretty close in Horizon, but uh, I'm not all the way there. 
Okay, so that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search for Level Your Gear. Hit subscribe. And that way, you can come back next time where Aurora and I will discuss more video games, news and reviews and the like for the month of September 2020. <laughs>